When I behold the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, richest gain I count my loss and pour contempt on all my pride. Lord, my God, who died for me, all thanksgiving be to Thee. Lord, my God, who died for me, all thanksgiving be to Thee. Now in joy we sing Your praises, sacred cross of Calvary. When the chains of Satan bound us, it was you that set us free. Lord, my God, who died for me, all thanksgiving be to thee. Lord, my God, who died for me, all thanksgiving be to thee. Slava Jesus Christus, Slava Vika. <coughs> Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. This is Father Basil Lovani again doing another podcast. And today, I just uh, think I want to uh, talk a little bit about this East um, Holy Week that we're in the midst of right now. Um, this Passion Week. And it's a few days away from Easter, that glorious feast of Easter. Now, when I was um, going through my daily prayers today, and uh, the prayer of the ninth hour, and I just want to um, read a little bit of this prayer. It's very interesting. It says, Master Lord Jesus Christ our God, you have patiently endured our transgressions, and brought us to this hour in which hanging on the life-giving tree, you showed the good thief the way into paradise and destroyed death by death. Have mercy also on us, sinners, your unworthy servants, for we have sinned and transgressed your law, and are not worthy to raise our eyes and look to the height of heaven, because we have abandoned the way of your justice and walked in the willfulness of our hearts. But we implore your unbounded goodness, spare us, O Lord, according to the multitude of your mercy, and save us for your name's sake, for our days have been wasted in vanity. Rescue us from the hand of our opponent, forgive us our sins, slay our carnal will, that having put off the old man, you may put on the new, and live for you, our master and benefactor, and that thus following your precepts we may reach the eternal rest, where all who rejoice have their dwelling. So, there's a few... Um, words from that prayer that I really like to focus on today. Um, I've talked about spiritual warfare in the past in my podcast, and I should talk more about it because, you know, we, we, when we think of an enemy, we think of the people who are, um, you know, causing us uh, to sin. 
um, the the biggest cause of sin, of course, is Satan. You know, we uh, allow ourselves to be influenced by Satan, by the devil. And this is what causes us to do so many bad actions that hurt one another, you know. Our enemy really isn't, you know, someone from another country or someone from uh, who, who doesn't uh, like us or doesn't do what we want them to do. Our enemy is the devil, you know, because all of us are made in the image and likeness of God. All of us are, um, you know, born into this world to serve God, to, to be with God forever. And it's the devil who is so jealous, who hates us, who wants all of us to go to hell and doesn't want anything to do with God. He's The, the devil is the one that causes um, the sin that we have in this world, you know. And, of course, we have to be... Uh, we have to gain spiritual strength in order to uh, fight the devil, you know. And we can't fight the devil without Jesus, uh, asking Jesus on the cross to help us. We can't do it by ourselves. So, you know, when we talk again about the enemy, who is our enemy, you know? Uh, there is wars going on right now. And people... Um, People are, are really, you know, um, disorganized in their faith, in their, um, they, they, they have this hatred in this heart, in their hearts for, uh, the people who are attacking, uh, a certain country, you know. And of course, uh, this is, um, this is sad. This is, this should not be happening. You know, human beings should not be attacking each other anywhere in this world. Nobody should be attacking anyone. But we have to realize that where that sinful action comes from, you know, it's, it's the battle against evil. It's the battle against Satan. This is where all our bad actions come from. And this is where also repentance has to come in, you know. It's sad that we forget about repentance as well. We forget about forgiveness. You know, we are so focused on the anger that we have in this world. We are so focused on um, particular politicians in the world or leaders of the of these countries who we think are, are, you know, basically the devil. You know, we would call them the devil. But, you know, that's, that's not really correct. Um, the devil influences them, no doubt. Uh, the devil is, is influencing all the people who do evil in the world. Every one of us who sins is influenced by the devil. But they're not the devil. They, they are, you know, um, they are still creatures of God. They are created in the image and likeness of God, and we have to pray that they find that God image in them, within them, before it's too late, you know? Uh, and, 
You know, that prayer that I read about the ninth hour also talked about the repentant thief, you know, and uh, coming up this week in Holy Week, uh, we're going to read about that gospel during the Passion Gospels. There's two versions, of course, or there's many versions in the Gospels about these thieves that were crucified by Jesus. And in one version, of course, both thieves were laughing at Jesus and mocking at Jesus, uh, call it, telling him, you know, if you're the son of God, why don't you save us and save yourself? But then the other version talks about how one of the thieves is mocking Jesus, and the other one, you know, basically told the, the other thief to, to shut up, to be quiet, because, you know, that they were, they were guilty of their crimes. They were guilty of, uh, according to the Roman law, to be uh, crucified uh, for, for their thievery. But Jesus was sinless. Jesus did not commit any crime. And at the end, the, the repentant thief said, you know, Lord, remember me in your kingdom. You know? Remember me in your kingdom. And, and, and then, of course, Jesus says, well, uh, today you're, you're going to be with me in paradise and all that. So repentance is possible, even for the worst sinners of the world. We can never forget that. You know, we, we can't go by the world standards and say, well, these people, you know, should burn in hell and, and should never be, uh, God can't ever forgive them. God can forgive anyone. Anyone can be forgiven, you know, in this world. We have to pray that they seek for forgiveness. Of course, that is their choice. If they, if they do not seek forgiveness in their life and, and die unrepentant, well, that's a different story. You know, that's a totally different story. Any of us uh, could be like that. If any of us die without repenting of our sins and, and have a unclean heart, unclean soul and do, did nothing in our life to ask for forgiveness, to ask for mercy upon God, then yeah, we, we are, we are basically damning ourselves. We are basically damning ourselves to be without God forever. But we don't know what, what, where, when people are on their deathbed, when people are in those situations, we don't know what's going on in their soul and mind. We can't judge, you know? It's, it's so easy for us to judge other people. So easy for us to, to look at the um, negatives and to look at the sins of other people and say, well, that person certainly ain't going to get to heaven. How do we know that? We don't know that. No, we, we, we have to <laughs> stop fooling ourselves. We have to look at ourselves before we look at anyone else. You know? Um, it's, we, we, we have to be very careful of not, um, not following this, the, the words of society, because society doesn't know about repentance. Society doesn't know about forgiveness. We really live in a society where, where you know, it's that old, old, uh, testament, uh, phrase, you know, eye for an eye. You know, we, we want revenge. We want, we want someone to be persecuted for the, the hurts they've caused someone else. 
there's very little forgiveness in our world today. Very little forgiveness. That's, you can look at families and marriages and society and, and, and churches even. God, believe you me, I've been to many church meetings. And sometimes it can get a little loud. And, uh, you know, people have their, have their opinions. People have their ways of doing things. And sometimes it's, it's difficult, uh, for them to look at other people's side of point of view, point of view, their, their, their side of things, you know, and we have to practice forgiveness. Yes. You know, these world leaders who are committing atrocities, they will be judged for their uh, atrocities by by God. But we are not the ones to judge them. We are not the ones to, to judge what they do. God can do that. What we can do is pray. Pray constantly. Of course, in wartime, we defend our countries. We defend our, our nationhood and our and our livelihood and our, our property. And this is what's happening, you know, right now in Ukraine. The people of Ukraine have to defend their homeland. So that's, that's the, unfortunately, that's what war is. They have to defend the, the aggressive attacking force from the country that's attacking them. But again, let's not judge. Let's not judge each other and, and pray for each other. Pray for repentance from all the world leaders. Pray for forgiveness. Pray for mercy. You know, we, we, we say that constantly in our liturgy, Lord have mercy. And we're praying not just for ourselves and not just for the people in our church. We're praying for the entire world. You know, don't think that we're only praying for a certain ethnic group or a certain country or a certain village. We're praying for the entire world. So again, who is our enemy? You know, think about that. Who is our enemy? Our enemy is the devil. The devil is the one that causes people to sin. And of course, we have to pray for people not to follow the devil's vices, not to follow what the devil uh, tries to, to do to us. Uh, to, to prevent us from being in the heavenly kingdom with God forever. So that's just something to, that I want us to think about during this Holy Week. Um, as we, as we, uh, read the, the Passion Gospels in a couple of days, um, to, to, to think about, you know, who, who was, um, you know, did, did Jesus say that nobody could be forgiven? He's never ever said that. You know, there's many times in the, in the Bible stories where Jesus forgave people who were the worst of the worst in society, you know, the worst. And, and we have to do the same. We have to follow Jesus. Okay. So God bless you and uh, have a good night and I'll talk to you soon.